Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Friday, June 25th, 2021. Let's take a look at the charts. Uh, today, BTC is at $34,863, up 7.3%. Ethereum at number two, $1,985, up 4%. Tether at number three, $1. Number four, Binance Coin, $305.45, up 7.7%. Cardano at number five, $1.37, up 5.95%. Dogecoin at number six, 28 cents, up 24%. XRP at number seven, 67 cents, up 6.07%. At number eight, USD Coin, $1. Polkadot at number nine, $16.09, up 6.11%. And last, Uniswap at number 10, $17.84, up 6.18%. So for the majority, all greens. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. When investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So uh, before we start, I just want to say thank you to all my listeners and subscribers. Again, as always, please like, share, and subscribe. The channel has been gaining some traction overseas, especially with the podcast in Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So thank you so much for doing that and helping me and supporting me throughout this journey. So Let's take a look at the table of contents. Uh, we got about six articles today. Article number one is teens are more knowledgeable than their parents about crypto services. Article two, Bitcoin miners flocked to an upstate New York town for cheap energy. Then it got complicated. Article three, Gemini buys carbon credits to offset carbon footprint of Bitcoin it holds. At number four, Crypto price alert, JP Morgan issues serious Bitcoin warning. Ethereum, Binance, BNB, Cardano, XRP, and Dogecoin lose billions. At Article 5, we got not just a fad. Bitcoin adoption curve rivals the internet. And our main topic for today is we asked some crypto experts, WTF do we do now? So let's take a look at Article 1. Teens are more knowledgeable than their parents about crypto, survey says. When it comes to cryptocurrency, many parents admit that their teens are quite knowledgeable, with half of them even saying their teens know more than they do, according to a new survey. The Wells Fargo survey also finds that 45% of teens feel they know more than their parents about Bitcoin. In terms of gender, the survey notes that teen boys are more likely to say they know more than their parents about Bitcoin with 58% compared to 33% of teen girls. Peter Jensen, CEO of crypto payment processing company Rocket Fuel Blockchain, tells Go Banking Rates that these findings are not surprising at all. Teens will drive crypto adoption in the whole country, he says. Jensen claims that if the U.S. goes the China way, develop a crypto version of the dollar, these teens, when they become young adults and if given a choice, will want their salaries deposited in a digital version to their wallets on their phones. Most of these kids don't have a bank account and they don't want fees, wire fees, drafting fees, filing forms. Tech makes life easier, he said. Jensen also added that by the time these teens become adults, most merchants will be accepting cryptos, just like credit cards. 
it's important to note that the ease of use of certain trading apps, which make investing seem easy and fun through gamification, combined with social platforms, including Reddit and TikTok, have also contributed to this massive influx of young investors in the financial markets and the interest in cryptos. Social media has a profound influence on our younger generations. Those generations grew up with the social media and often trust many of the platforms more than their parents do. Mariana Martinez, Family Dynamics Consultant with Wells Fargo Wealth and Investment Management Group, says in a statement, It is vital to establish solid and open communication, create a shared purpose, and educate our children so that they are prepared for financial independence. So the survey finds that 45% of teens said that they were more interested in investing this year because of the GameStop social media situation, for example. Jensen says he believes social media is a good thing in general, but not when it's used to spread wrong or bad information. A lot of young people have FOMO and invested money and lost a lot, he says adding that prices are pressured with no fundamentals behind them. And that's when social media is used to deceive people into making decisions that have bad consequences. So what do you think about this article? Teens are more knowledgeable than their parents about cryptos. Do you think that the rise of social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, is helping teens understand the more realm and the world of crypto? Or do you think that they are just inclined and interested? Comment down below and let me know what you think. Article two, Bitcoin miners flocked to an upstate New York town for cheap energy. Then it got complicated. So three points. In a CNBC interview, the former mayor of Plattsburgh, New York, pushed back on claims that Bitcoin mining leads to a significant job creation. Two, Counties and cities are enticed by all these promises of job creation, which when you look into it, and I have, they just don't materialize, Colin Red said in Thursday. Red, a professor of economics and finance at SUNY Plattsburgh, experienced firsthand an influx of Bitcoin miners into the upstate municipality. So let's take a look. After dealing with a host of problems caused by cryptocurrency mining craze, the former mayor of Plattsburgh, New York, on Thursday, cast doubt on the economic benefits of miners setting up shop in a region. Counties and cities are enticed by all these promises of job creation, which when you look into it, and I have, they just don't materialize, Colin Reed said on CNBC's The Exchange. We had one of the biggest Bitcoin operators in the world operating here and generated only a handful of jobs, said Reed, who was elected in 2016 and served one four-year term. He is a professor of economics and finance at SUNY Plattsburgh. Bitcoin mining is an energy-intensive process that generates new Bitcoins when miners, using high-powered computers, solve computational puzzles to verify transactions across the blockchain network. There's been a push by some politicians, such as Miami Mayor Francis Suarez, to attract Bitcoin miners to their cities or states, particularly after China recently took steps to restrict miners' operation in the country. But a few years ago, when Bitcoin miners flocked to Flatsburg, a small city of about 19,000 in upstate New York, for its cheap energy derived from the Niagara River, it didn't take long before the city began to experience a huge spike in electricity prices. After the crypto miners began using up the energy quota, 
which Raid said was 1.9 cents per kilowatt at an hour industrial rate, he said it caused constituents to be in an absolute uproar because of the much higher electricity cost that incurred. Once that quota was used up, Reed said Plattsburgh had to foot the bill across the entire city for the difference. In 2018, the city passed a moratorium on new commercial cryptocurrency mining operations after residents complained about their bills. The ban ended the following year. There's only a fixed amount of electricity we have to go around, Reed told CNBC. If you start using 10%, 15% of your supply, we are diverting to Bitcoin. It will very quickly increase the rates everywhere for everybody and puts a lot of pressure on the grid for that matter as well. Reed said he's a fan of cryptocurrencies, calling them the wave of the future. At the same time, he said he believes other locals can learn lessons from Plattsburgh's experience with an influx of Bitcoin miners. We've put in a whole lot and a whole set of building and safety codes, Reed said, highlighting a sustainability policy around recycling some of the heat generated by the mining process for other uses. So maybe they can avoid with good planning some of the problems that we had to work out for ourselves, Reed said. He acknowledged that the rules the city put in place sharply curtailed interest from new companies in setting up mining operations in Plattsburgh. Before that, we have... Uh, very number of applicants every single week trying to beat down our door to get in, he said. With China's recent restrictions on cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin mining might become easier and more profitable in other places, crypto experts previously told CNBC that with more Bitcoin miners going offline in the wake of the crackdown, other miners' share of the Bitcoin network will increase, which could make mining all the more lucrative. The value of Bitcoin has seen volatile changes in recent months, however, affecting miners' profits. We are going to see nations and central banks getting into it, certainly, but it just needs to be done right. Reed said, referring to the adoption of cryptocurrencies, if not, we should do it. It's how we should do it well, and we're not just implementing it very well yet. All right, so there you guys have it. Um, we see Bitcoin miners flock to an upstate New York, Plattsburgh, for cheap energy. Then it got complicated, so they were using too much of the supply. Let's take a look at Article 3. Gemini buys carbon credits to offset carbon footprint of Bitcoin it holds. So Gemini founders Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss acquired $4 million worth of carbon credits to offset the carbon footprint of the Bitcoin it holds, around 250,843 Bitcoins in custody. These carbon permits will prevent 341,965 metric tons of carbon from entering the atmosphere. So Bloomberg Crypto shared that tweet. The Winklevoss crypto exchange buys environmental credits to offset some of the carbon use in its Bitcoin holdings. This announcement comes in collaboration with Climate Vault, a nonprofit founded at the University of Chicago. According to Gemini's blog, Gemini plans to purchase carbon permits directly from government regulated cap and trade markets and remove them from the circulation. This prevents other market participants from using these carbon permits to emit CO2 and reduces the overall supply of carbon permits. This falls in line with Gemini Green's long-term initiative to address ESG concerns. The company also allocated a million dollars through the Gemini Opportunity Fund to support companies reach their sustainability potential with the crypto industry. 
So Tyler Winklevoss, CEO of Gemini, stated, as Bitcoin emerges as a dominant store of value, it's imperative that we incorporate sustainability for future generations. We are proud to team up with Climate Vault to offset our exposure to non-renewable mining and contribute to the decarbonizing of Bitcoin. Michael Greenstone, co-founder of Climate Vault, added, slowly and slowing and ultimately reversing the total amount of CO2 entering the atmosphere is vital to preventing disruptive climate change. Climate Vault is providing a simpler, faster, and more reliable path to net zero emissions, not just for traditional businesses, but now, thanks to Gemini for the innovative world of cryptocurrency. Bitcoin's mining's biggest roadblock has been its carbon footprint concerns. As per DigiEconomist, Bitcoin's energy consumption stood at 131.8 TWH per year. To put it in further perspective, the mining energy used can be compared to the power consumption of Argentina. Wow. So, yes, Gemini buys carbon credits to offset carbon footprint of Bitcoin it holds. So, do you think the Winklevoss twins, basically Gemini's CEOs, are doing a good thing? Do you think it was just uh, smoke and mirrors or just more of just to keep the image up of Gemini? Let me know and comment down below. All right. So we're halfway into the crypto take. I just want to say thank you to all the listeners so far. Um, I've been getting a lot of requests, a lot of feedback about the channel so far, and I've heard that they want to hear more about altcoins. So if you have a suggestion, please comment down below or please message me and I'll try to do that and I'll try to incorporate it in our daily take. As well as I've been looking at the analytics and I want to say thank you to the American listeners on my podcast, especially in the California region, the Texas region, the Florida region, and also upstate near the Eastern coast. I just want to say thank you so much because I do appreciate you guys taking your time to listen to my podcast. So yes, thank you so much. Okay, let's move on to article four. We got crypto price alerts. JP Morgan issues serious Bitcoin warning as Ethereum, Binance BNB, Cardano, XRP, and Dogecoin lose billions. So billion and billion, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies have had a rocky time over the last few weeks with the Bitcoin price swinging at a blistering clip. The Bitcoin price fell to lows of $28,600 per Bitcoin on a Luxembourg-based Bitstamp exchange this week before bouncing back over $30,000, yo-yoing to a white-knuckle $6,000 in a matter of hours. Meanwhile, the other top 10 cryptocurrencies, Ethereum, Binance BNB, Cardano, Dogecoin, and Ripple's XRP, have also dropped sharply, wiping hundreds of billions in value from the combined $1.4 trillion crypto market. Now, after correctly calling the latest Bitcoin and crypto sell-off, analysts at Wall Street giant JP Morgan have predicted the Bitcoin price is likely to move lower over the medium term. So it would still take price declines to the $25,000 level before longer-term momentum would signal capitulation. JP Morgan's strategist, led by Nikolaos Panigrusulo, wrote in a note first reported by Bloomberg, giving Bitcoin a fair value, $23,000 and $35,000 over the medium term based on a comparison of its volatility versus gold. While JP Morgan has given Bitcoin a theoretical target price of $140,000 based on the convergence of Bitcoin volatility with gold, Bitcoin is almost six times as volatile as gold, giving it a fair value of one-sixth 
of $140,000 or $23,000. Despite this week's correction, we are reluctant to abandon our negative outlook for Bitcoin and crypto markets more generally. The analyst wrote, adding that through there has been some improvement, our signals remain overall bearish. Bitcoin has long been the main driver of the cryptocurrency market, with almost all major tokens, including Ethereum, Binance, BNB, Cardano, Dogecoin, and Ripple's XRP, tracking Bitcoin's price movements. While Ethereum, the second largest cryptocurrency after Bitcoin, has outperformed Bitcoin over the last year, Ethereum's price dropped along with Bitcoin this week as China moved to crack down on crypto miners who use vast amounts of electricity to secure blockchains and validate transactions in return for freshly created tokens. So, meanwhile, the bank strategist also warned the potential unlocking of shares in the grayscale Bitcoin trust GBTC could become a source of downside risk for the Bitcoin price. Selling of GBTC shares exiting the six-month lockup period during June and July has emerged as an additional headwind for Bitcoin. JP Morgan analysts wrote, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, the largest digital asset fund manager, allows institutional investors to gain exposure to Bitcoin through shares in this trust, which currently holds just over 650,000 Bitcoin tokens, 3% of Bitcoin supply. So there you guys have it. Crypto price alert, JP Morgan issues serious Bitcoin warning as Ethereum, Binance, BNB, Cardano, XRP, and Dogecoin lose billions. What do you think about JP Morgan's statement right here in this article? Do you think, again, is it just smoke and mirrors? Are they accumulating while they're saying everything is bearish? Let me know and comment down below. All right, article number five. Not just a fad, Bitcoin adoption curve rivals the internet. Uh, Bitcoin has been growing its user base exponentially since its inception. As Bitcoinists previously reported, the BTC adoption rate has even surpassed that of the internet. Former Google employee Michael Levin has made two-part investigation on the topic. The first one explains how Bitcoin actually has two adoption curves, one for the network and another for the asset, BTC. The juxtaposition of these curves can be used to measure the aforementioned adoption rate. Levin believes that the first cryptocurrency by market cap has reached a critical point. Let's take a look. Here, you can see the Bitcoin adoption peaks in the middle where innovators, early adopters, and early majority peak at the left and then on the right we see late majority and then laggards so according to levin in 12 years btc reached 135 million users with a projection of 1 billion by 2025 a similar prediction has been made by analyst willie Wu. they both agree that bitcoin will reach its 1 billion users milestone in half the time than the internet so bitcoin lightning network and the road to greater adoption in the second part of his study, Levin argues that Bitcoin must go through a phase of adoption called crossing the chasm based on Jeffrey Moore's theory. This stage is one of the most critical because it divides the early adopters and the early majority as seen below. So we got 2.5% for innovators, 13.5% for early adopters, which are also called visionaries, and then the chasm. Right here is the point where the pragmatists early majority at 34%, go into conservatives, late majority at 34%, and then the skeptics leaving behind at laggards 
And where we have the early market versus the mainstream market, the chasm is right in the middle. So to successfully cross the gap, all technologies must have a beachhead, a specific section of the population targeted by a product that with the objective of becoming the number one on this market share. Usually the people that adopt this product are pragmatists and only want it to be useful for its specific use case. Levin believes that the Lightning Network used to send low-cost transactions on top of Bitcoin with greater scalability could be the product to attack a beachhead. This solution can be leveraged by businesses and day-to-day -day people looking to improve a specific area of their lives. The researcher claims that BTC presented just an asset might not be compelling enough to be adopted by the early majority. In that way, he argues that the Lightning Network could meet this role and even surpass BTC's network effect, he added. For Bitcoin, Moore's theory could be very literal. El Salvador was the first country on earth to grant BTC legal tender status, the initiative called Bitcoin Beach. Based on the Lightning Network has spread the benefits of this second layer solution on this country. The government has acknowledged it with legislation. El Salvador, according to data provided by Levin, is the sixth highest country by inbound remittance from the United States. Around 24% of the country's GDP is obtained with remittance. Even if you don't fully comprehend Bitcoin, many can leverage its benefit with a product designed to tackle a specific market share. The potential for this model is to be replicated in other countries is unlimited, as are the use cases that can be implemented with the Lightning Network Levin ads. At the time of writing, BTC's trade at $33,980, after being re rejected on the key resistance mark of $34,500. In the short term, BTC must reclaim $35,000 or it could face more downside in the coming weeks. So what do you think about this? Not just a fad, Bitcoin adoption curve rivals the internet. Do you remember when the internet and everyone was still on the skeptic side and when it was being adopted into mainstream market? Let me know if you're old enough to remember that. Or if you are a younger person, then what do you think about Bitcoin? Do you think it will follow the internet's path? Let me know and comment down below. Okay. Let's go down to the main topic for today. And the article title says, we asked some crypto experts, WTF do we do now? So what the heck do we do? So three months ago, most cryptocurrency investors were chatting about Lambos, trips to the moon, and the insane gains that they were making, thanks to prices soaring to all-time highs. But as anyone with a family member, partner, or a friend who invested in crypto will be all too aware of, that situation has changed over the last month, with prices falling with nerve-wracking, incessant phone-checking speed this week. Here are the facts. On Tuesday, the 22nd of June, Bitcoin erased all the gains made over the entire year so far, and at this price dropped to below $29,000 less than half of the token's mid-April all-time high of around 64000 Ethereum, Dogecoin, and other prof high-profile coins followed, crushing the market to a yearly low. For the crypto bros and gals who threw their savings and stymie checks into cryptocurrency this spring, it's been a brutal few weeks. One guy chatting to CNN said he lost over $167,000 in one day. So what's next? In the words of seasoned cryptocurrency veterans, should you continue to hodl, hold on for your life, 
or will you get wrecked? Lose all your money in an extremely short space of time. I spoke to a few experts for their thoughts, but it's important to note that your money is your money and ultimately you're responsible for whatever choices you make. So please, why is the cryptocurrency market down? Pinpointing the exact reasons why the crypto markets have fallen is like pulling blocks from a Jenga tower. Analysts agree that the market was due to a bit of a reset, but a few pieces of news haven't exactly helped. First came tech edgelord Elon Musk, who bought the price crashing down by 15% in May after tweeting that Tesla would no longer accept Bitcoin payments due to the cryptocurrency's mining process using loads of energy. After that drop, the price began to stabilize until China announced a ban on Bitcoin mining, the process that creates more Bitcoin because China hosts around 75% of Bitcoin's mining capacity. The ban generated enough fear to cause the token's price to fall once again. Alongside Bitcoin's crash, other cryptocurrencies like Ethereum and ADA also lost substantial chunks of their value. In part, this is because the market is pegged to the price of Bitcoin. So if Bitcoin does well, all the other tokens do well. And vice versa, says Samantha Yap, founder and CEO of blockchain and fintech PR firm Yap Global. Now, and then there's the Great Reset. The past year's rapid rise in price meant a turnaround would always be inevitable. Michael Van de Poppe, a full-time trader and crypto analyst, says Bitcoin has seen a run from $3,750 to $64,000 in a relatively short period of time, through which a corrective move was likely to happen. However, that corrective move was several tons heavier than expected, and that combined with these new stories, says Van de Poppe, has fueled the depressive state of the market. So, should I be worried and start pulling my cryptocurrency out right away? Fear levels ultimately depend on when and how much you invested. It always depends when you're measuring from says Maddie Greenspan, a crypto analyst and former senior market analyst at crypto brokerage and social trading platform eToro, who is also the CEO of financial analyst company Quantum Economics. If you're measuring from the high, then yeah, this is pretty brutal. But anyone who's been in the market for more than a few months should be in profit at this point. There's never any reason to panic as long as you've investing responsibly. There's the disclaimer, never invest more then you can afford to lose. If you've invested irresponsibly or you jumped in the right before the crash, well, that complicates things. The time to sell for investor or swing trader, that's way behind us, says Van de Pape. It's time to hold, zoom out, maybe invest some more if you have the ability to do so and focus on data. What about buying the dip? Is that good? Well, people with vested interest in cryptocurrency, aka Anyone on Reddit will always tell you to throw money in when prices are low. In some ways, this is rock-solid investment advice. Greenspan says, the point of investing in general boils down to four simple words. Buy low, sell high. Buy low, sell high. So when you see prices come down like this, to me, that's an encouraging sign to increase activities and investment. That said, it's also impossible to judge how far the bottom will sink. So be extremely mindful, do your own research, and don't just jump in blind. But I'm tired. Everything keeps changing. Should I hold on to my coins or sell them? Well, according to Van de Pape's analysis, long-term holders have been selling their Bitcoin in the range between 48000 to 60000 
Example, when prices were high, while they started to accumulate in the recent crash again, with the buy-in price much lower than it has been over the last couple of months, mostly this means that veterans are sticking around. They're not only holding through the crash, but buying more. While more recent investors have sold their coins after seeing their value drop, the trick, says Greenspan, is to avoid bringing emotions into play. In general, investing is about the long term. You don't want to let fear and greed be your guide. It's fine to feel those feelings as long as we don't make any rash decisions based upon them. So ultimately, then it's up to you. Crypto evangelists will argue that Bitcoin is a safer store of value than fiat currency, which is the mercy of inflation. Remember when Fredo was 15p? However, with crypto, you're rolling the dice. Tons of coins that received a load of hype in previous years have either disappeared completely or seen their value plummet. It's really all about your appetite for risk. You can keep 100 pounds in a savings account where, on average, it will gain you 0.5% interest a year. Or you can buy into Bitcoin or another cryptocurrency and turn that paper into anything from 500 pounds to 5 pounds with a couple of months. That's the gamble. So step up to the roulette wheel once more. Are you cashing out or holding on? Crazy. We asked some crypto experts, what do we do now? Well, let me know what you are doing. Have you invested in the high or are you actually getting profits? Comment down below if you think you should huddle or if you just say, cut my losses and get out. Well, let's take a look at the crypto prices before we leave. Again, at number one, we got BTC, $34,646. Ethereum at number two. $1,976. Tether, number three, $1. Finance Coin at number four, $304. Cardano at number five, $1.36. Dogecoin, number six, 27 cents. XRP, number seven, 67 cents. USD Coin at number eight, $1. Polkadot at number nine, $16. And Uniswap at number 10, $17.69. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for tuning in to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Uh, please like, subscribe, and share. Please listen to me on all the podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. You can catch me on YouTube as well if you want to see the video. And please have a wonderful crypto day. I'll see you in the next one. Peace.